This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Jamie. It's a Monday and it's beautiful here in Delaware. Monday, Monday. It's only like 64 degrees outside, but I swear to God, it's it's absolutely stunning. It's like heaven on earth out there. Blue sky, sun's out, people are out like mowing their lawns. Mm -hmm. It's it's beautiful. I actually (laughs) took Jonathan out driving today because he is still trying to learn how to drive his car. This is a stick shift. And he just gets so in his feelings about it. And I kept saying to him, like, it's okay, don't worry. Like, every time he would stall. But he did really good. He actually did do really good. But when people were behind him, he would kind of get, like, nervous. Panicky because it yeah. rolls back? Yeah, because, well, not only because it rolls back, but he was afraid he was going to stall. And people were there. And the more he got worried about it, the more he stalled and stuff. So um, <laughs> I was like, buddy, you're just getting your feelings. And finally he, like, stopped and was like, if you say you're in your feelings one more time, <laughs> you're going to get out. I'm going to just pull over and you're going to get out. And I'm like, oh, is that so? So, um, but I do have some good news. What and I know we already news? know the news. My son is officially a Marine. He I'm did so it. proud of him. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it was very, very nice to talk to him. He, so I, I wasn't sure if he was actually going to make it through. So they have something called the CFT and the PFT. And he passed the CFT. And I forget what the hell that's about. Um, but then the PFT is the physical fitness test. Uh-huh. And he's lost 30-some pounds. And with it, he lost a lot of his strength, too. Right. Because they kind of keep you lean and they keep you going for distance, right? Right. So they don't really have you bulking up with weights and things like that. Right. So he lost all this weight and um, he was not able to do the five pull-ups. He can only do two. Oh. And he was like, oh, my God, in a week and a half, I've got to be able to do three more. And that is not easy to do at all. And not only that, but what he told me yesterday, because he ended up calling me, was... Um, they don't actually work you outside of training either. Like, they don't make it inside of training. So, like, they know, like, he failed the initial, they want to just kind of see where everybody was. Right. And so he failed the initial test, and they're like, all right, well, we know we got to work on you with this. So that was the only part that he missed. He was great on everything else. Actually, his run, he's at a 21-minute run. Nice. So he's like, that's a mile, you know, three and a half miles or something, three miles or something. He's doing it in, like, 21 minutes. Like, he is killing it. And he was bad on the run before he left. So he, they were like, we know what you got to do. We're going to tell you what to do. But they get one hour every night. And in that hour, they have to clean and they got to work out. And they have to do it without weights and everything else. Like, they don't have a workout room there or something like that. So for him to do the strength, he had to do different types of push-ups, mm-hmm. things like that. So he had to do it on that time. And that was the time he could really write. So a lot of times he'd be up, like, in the dark, like, you know, like, trying to write us letters and not be able to see. And he was like, I'm not really supposed to be writing you guys, but I'm trying to tell you. Um, so we weren't sure. I was like, if he gets dropped, because I remember him saying, look, if I get dropped, depending on where I'm dropped to, I'm coming home. I'm not fucking doing this again. Like, right. I'm done with this shit. I ain't doing this again. Because he got, you know, rhabdomyolysis and, um, or myelysis, one or the other, all kinds of things. So he was, the way he worked out and he was dehydrated, different things happened. So, like, the crucible came, and I was like, I don't really know if he's there or not. And he didn't call to say he got dropped, but he wouldn't call to say he got dropped. So, I would get a letter, like, much later just saying, hey, don't come to graduation. <laughs> I got dropped, and I'm a month behind. Or I'm in a separation platoon, and I'm coming home. Like, and that would be three weeks after he decided to leave. It takes that long. So I'm like, or a month, or a week, or something like that. So, I didn't know what I was expecting. I'm like, is he in the crucible? Is he not? 
Well, come to find out, he did it. He made it, and he killed it. He did. He worked his little ass off, and um, <laughs> we had our little candles and we lit them all night. And I was just like, oh my god! And then he was done at like Saturday morning, at like six in the morning. Danielle's crying. Well, because I was so excited. Well, because it's hard. Because they were like, look, if you don't hear anything from your recruit today, that's good. That means they didn't get injured. They they made it. You know, they made it through. You don't want to hear from him today. And so I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And every time the phone rang, I was like, it's not a South Carolina number, is it? You know what I mean? So my stomach was sick. My parents were sick. My mom was sick over it. Like, we were all just like, oh, my God, you know, because we didn't know if he made it. We didn't know if he passed the physical test or not. And um, so then they were like, you'll get a call <laughs> on Sunday <laughs> between 1 and 4. But they said, don't expect a call until around one forty-five. Because they have to, like, go do all kinds of different things first. They got to rent a phone or they got to find a phone. That There's things they have to do. And he called at 105. And I was, like, just getting, like, out of the shower and everything else. And I just was, it was so good to hear his voice. He said, Mom, I did it. <laughs> he was like, I did it, Mom. I wait to can see we, you. Can you get it together? Because I'm, like, yes. real close to tears right now. Because I, he was, we're so proud of you, Christopher. Yeah, but he, that's the first thing he said. He was like, Mom, I did it. I did it. I'm and he was like, I love you and I miss you, but I did it and I did it. I did it. I finally did it. Like, that's what he kept saying. And he was just like so excited. And, and then I just started crying because I was like, oh my God. I was like sitting around making sure, like, I was so afraid that this was going to work out differently. I thought about him all day on Saturday. I thought about him. Like, I just, yeah. we, I was, I had a birthday party and I was there and, and they were doing the go ape thing at Lum's Pond. Yeah. And I was like, Christopher is in the crucible right now. Yeah. Like, and I was just like, I know he's doing great. I know he's doing great. But I thought yeah. about him all day on Saturday. Like, he was on my mind. And then he got to talk to his brother. Like, we actually talked for, like, 35 minutes. And um, it was nice because a lot of people actually posted stuff about the Crucible. So there's people on site. So we actually got to see them all kind of coming back in. We saw a picture of them coming through the Making the Marine sign, right, as, like, the sun was coming up. Um, so we got to see that. That was really neat. Um, we got to see them filing in. Um, like where they were going in to drop off their stuff and then they were going to go to their, um, their ceremony. And then somebody went live on Facebook and there were so many of them. There was like hundreds of people that dealt in this crucible. And so we got to see that and we got to see a lot of them get pinned, but it was from far away. They were in the bleachers. So I couldn't see if Christopher was there or not. And then they went to the Hirojima statue and, um, like the chaplain said something. They're like, all right, fall out, go to your warrior breakfast. And like. It got me because they were all limping and stuff. Like oh, a couple of them were, were like all holding each other. Exhausted. They were exhausted, but they were like limping. So many of them were limping because they have like trench foot but and they ate all that good. stuff. And they did. He said, "Oh my god, mom." Yeah. He said. <laughs> he said the DIs were like, "Don't eat the fruit salad. If you want to be throwing up all day, then eat it. But don't eat the fruit salad." I don't know why. I don't because I have to find out. But Christopher's like, so I didn't eat the fruit salad, but some of them did, and they throw it up. They were throwing up, and I'm just like, what the fuck made them throw up in the fruit salad? Like, why would Probably that? after all that running and everything, that yeah. sugar. But um, he said, I had, like, steak and eggs and all this stuff, and he said the crucible actually wasn't so hard. It's a matter of you're physically uncomfortable. Right. And you have to be okay with being physically uncomfortable and exhausted. He was like, the, the things that you had to do weren't necessarily terrible, but you were in a situation where you were wet, you were cold, you're like, you know, hungry. And um, he said he's got scrapes all over him, like on his chest and everything. Because a lot of times they were on the ground in the sand. And he just said you had to be okay with being physically uncomfortable. 
Um, so he did it. He's and we leave in a week and a half. Oh my god, I can't believe it! I can't believe and I'm I can't go wait see to him. See him. Yes, and then he's gonna come back. But I said, "Do you want me to bring you any clothes?" And I forgot. And he was like, "None of my clothes fit anymore." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "He's I don't gonna come home and I think he's gonna be like his Charlie what? Bravos. I think he said or something. He can wear them home. He's gonna come home and hug you and hug his brother, and then he's gonna go out and hug his car. I know. Well, I'm actually gonna be at graduation. We'll be there. We'll be there on Thursday for family day. We'll see him. He'll do the moto run where they all come through uh-huh. together. And I got the signs and we all got the t-shirts. Marine with the Corps stuff graduation is, I went with. Uh, That's the next day on Friday. Yeah, we I that. went with um, Ron when his nephew, Zach, yeah, she was graduated. Saying. And it was really exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking Katie forward to it. Except Katie was throwing up so bad that, you know. That's what you were saying on the one podcast. And then they were like, she fun. wanted a certain Gatorade or something. It's, and they went and yeah. hunted her one down. I was like, God damn it. But I they know. were fine as shit. I'm very, very excited for that, so, and his dad's coming down. So I have a story that's Christopher adjacent. Oh, okay. And you adjacent. Oh, okay. So, Danielle, or uh, Allison calls me. When was it? Thursday. Thursday, Allison calls me. It's like 9 o'clock at night. Like Allison, Allison? Allison, Allison. Allison Debbie. So, she calls me, right? Allison what? Warwick. Demby. Oh, 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 our other friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure which one we were, because we know a couple of Allison's. There's okay. a bunch of Allison's. There but, is a couple. But she calls me, and she's like, Jamie. And I'm like, yeah, she was like, I have a funny story. And I was like, tell me about it. She said, so, I work with a couple people, and she was like, and for the past eight years, I go out and I smoke with a couple of ladies. I mean, it's not like we're friends or whatever, but we smoke together. We have chit-chats. We're smoking buddies. We're smoking buddies. Like bar buddies. Right, so she yeah. was like, so I'm standing there, and this lady is talking about how she was so excited because she got to talk to her grandson for 20 minutes. Is that my mom? It was your mom. How does she know my mom? They work in the same bank. Shut the frog up. Yeah, so so Danielle's like, she's listening to it, and she's like, and she's like, they're slowly, things are slowly clicking. They're clicking. And she looked at, she's like, yeah, you know, he graduates in April. And Allison said, wait, Mel. Oh my god, that's is so weird. Is Danielle your daughter? My mom never told me. And she's like, yes. And she was like, how do you know her? I was. She was like, well, we're friends. She was like, we're friends. She was like, I'm more friends with Jamie. And then your mom went into how much she loves me. Of course she did. And how and she's, she's like, known you forever. She's like, and Jamie, ever. she's a hot mess. And Allison like said, she is a hot mess. And I love every bit In of her In a good way. Mess. Yeah. And they sat and they talked about us for a second. And Allison was like, I can't believe I've known that this That is so woman. weird. And it never made the connection until she was talking about Christopher. That is so crazy. Isn't that crazy? Well, that is Delaware for you. Right. So, Allison, she was like, yeah, we were out there just smoking away. And then she was like, it finally clicked. And she was like, wait. Wait. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, my mom's always out with this other woman that is like her work best friend. Erin or somebody. Well, Erin, she's known for a long time, but it's Phyllis. Oh, there's a Phyllis. And my mom, Phyllis is like her Louise, like Thelma and Louise. That's her work Thelma Louise. She always talks about them. There goes my husband and now the door. That's so cool. I have to mention it to my mom now. Oh my god, and I got to hear it right on this podcast for the first time. Yep. Oh my god, that's right. I never get to surprise you. No, I know, really. Like, most of the time, it's like we always know everything because we talk all the time. Um, But you went to Escape Room? Oh my god, yes. So we went, the Bates Hotel in Westchester is a haunted attraction. Oh, right. That they do in October. Right. Like, you go and it's got walkthroughs. Well, that same company, the Bates Hotel, has escape rooms. 
It's oh, like, okay. just like any other escape room. It's in a building in a shopping mall. Right. Um, And we went and we did the one, the serial killer one that is like the movie Saw. Oh, okay. And we got out of it, but it was super cool. Like, they took, um, they took one of our group, one guy, and put him in a chair. And he could see everybody and he could talk to us. But we didn't know where he was. He was, like, locked in a room. One of our missions was to save him. And it was one of your people? It was one of our people. They pulled oh. out. And so then they took me and two other people and locked us in a room. Then they took three more people locked them in a room. Oh. And then they took two people and locked them in a room. So the two people had to figure out how to get the one door open to get to the other three people to get to us so we could oh. get to him. Oh, wow, that is kind of neat. That's a little different. So then, once we get through those three rooms, it takes us into this bathroom. Mm -hmm. And we have to figure out how to get out of this bathroom. So finally, we get all the clues together, we get out of the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Then it takes us into a whole different room. But in order for us to get into the other room, we all had to cram in, ten of us, we all had to cram into this closet, shut the door, because one door one door closes, one door opens. So until <gasps> that oh. door was closed behind us, that other door wasn't opening. So we had to um, all shove in there, shut the door, and then it opened to the other side that opened to this other room. And this other room, like, had, like, a girl in a cage, and she was on sh chains, and she was like, ah! Was she real or fake? She was fake. It was like a prop, oh, okay. like, a, like a haunted... Oh, okay, okay. In the bathroom, there was a dead guy who had to raid his pockets. Oh, my God, that's so creepy. Right, so then... Cool, though. So then, after that room, when we go into the other room, it's... Like, there's an autopsy table and all this, and somebody has to go get in the Iron Maiden, and then we had to figure out the killer's name and something else. And then that's how we finished it, and then we got out. But this wow. is the first time we've done an escape room at least four times with these people. This is the first time we ever got out. And it was not easy. It was not an that easy. That is so crazy. But yeah. it was so much fun. So that was in Westchester. Then we ended up going to the Green Turtle for dinner. I have never been to the Green Hurdle yet. And I had the worst heartburn. I had uh, pork chops, basically. Um, I had the worst heartburn, so I am sleeping on the way from, because we ate at Concord Pike by the Concord Mall. Mm -hmm. So I am, I fell asleep from there to the house. So I get there, and I get downstairs, and I'm about to take my bra off, and I'm like, oh, so close to freedom. Because, you know, nothing feels better. Unless you're a girl, you don't understand this. But nothing feels better than taking your fucking bra off. <laughs> and letting the girls free. Right. Freedom! <laughs> anyway. So, I was about to do that. And Paco says to me, baby, our neighbor, Miss Jean, needs to go to the emergency room. Now, on Friday, when I spoke to her, she called me and she wanted me to help her get the groceries out of the car. Mm -hmm. So I don't have any problem with that. You know, she's elderly. Yeah. She's, God, 82? Oh, wow. Okay. Or no, she's 78. She's 78. So I go out and I'm helping her get her, me and Paco are helping her get her groceries in the house. Um, How she loaded them in her car, I have no idea. But she's standing at the bottom of the stairs and she's very winded and I'm like, mm, I don't like it. And I said, Miss Jean, are you okay? Do you need to go to the doctor's? And she's like, no, I'm fine. Whatever. So I get in, we get her groceries put away. I always put her groceries away if I bring them in. Yeah. So I go home, and then we go into all this stuff on Saturday, and then Paco's like, babe, we need to go take, take Miss Jean to the emergency room. 
And I said, do you want to go to Middletown? Because I feel like we'll be in and out of there sooner. And she's like, no, we got to go to Christiana. She was like, because they're going to admit me. Oh, okay. So her doctor probably called in for her. No, she knew she was getting admitted. Oh, it's, no, her doctor didn't call in? She no, just knew. she knew. So we get her to the to the hospital. I go in. There's this drunk guy who was in a bar fight. And he didn't have a scratch on him. I think, like, they just kind of, like, pushed him around a little bit. Because he didn't have a, a spot on him. But he was drunk. So he's talking to the checkout lady, the check-in lady, and he wouldn't get out of the fucking way. So he's checking in, and he's like, ma'am, you gotta let me in. I feel like I'm dying. I feel like I'm having a heart attack. You gotta let me. He was wasted drunk. Oh, my God. Well, they're not gonna do anything for him anyway until he sobers up. So I'm like, she's like, okay, sir, well, you're gonna have to, there's a line for me behind you. You're gonna have to go. So I looked at this man, and I was like, could you fucking move? Oh, my God. I was like, because my elderly neighbor here actually needs medical attention. Right. So he goes to get loud with me and his girlfriend is just fed up at this point. She's like, you need to shut the fuck up. Mm. Like, I feel like she took him there just to shut him up. Mm -hmm. So then he, instead of going into the waiting room where they told him, he sat out in that little lobby where the metal detector is and tried to just throw up. He was shoving his fingers down his throat. And I was like, ma'am, if I see that, I looked at the nurse and said, if I see that, I'm going to throw up. And she's like, what is he doing? So she's like, you need to go to the, to the, uh bathroom to the fucking waiting room and if you're gonna do that you need to go to the bathroom and do it you throwing up isn't gonna get you back faster oh my god so i finally god. get machine in there and i would have wanted there like, was a oh lady my god, i gotta leave you here <laughs> so there's a lady where we would have usually like pushed her into who was back there and the cops were there and she was screaming bloody murder like she was getting murdered but she wasn't um and she was just screaming to scream because she was having a fucking some also some type of weird drug-induced episode. So we have to go through the other door to go through the waiting room to take her back to triage where she can get her blood, her vitals and all that taken. So I'm trying to get her through the door and I'm just whacking her with the door jam because I can't fit this fucking <laughs> goddamn wheelchair through the door and I'm so tired and all I want to do is go to sleep. So I finally get her in. The nurse looks at me and she goes, I'm going to take it from here. I said, she should have family coming. Mm-hmm. Um, her grandson was supposed to come with his, her granddaughter-in-law. Her, originally, her son and daughter-in-law were supposed to come, but they got hit by a drunk driver on the way there to get her. I know. Oh, my but God. But they that's are so okay. Awful. Their car is total, but they are perfectly fine. Oh, thank God. Thank goodness. So everything's good. I leave my phone on all night in case she needs to be picked up. Mm-hmm. Like, I keep my phone on. I told her, I said, you keep, I'm going to keep, call me. I'll keep the phone on. If you need to be picked up, we'll come get you. Mm-hmm. So she's like, it's fine. She's like, I'll call you. So she calls me probably about, I want to say, 12 o'clock on Sunday. And she's from the islands. And she says, Jimmy. Oh, my God. That's so that's, great. That's how she talks. Jimmy. She's like, would you mind feeding Rudy dinner? Because Rudy is the elderly gentleman that is her friend for, has been her friend forever, and he lives with her. Also, they shouldn't, in my opinion, I love them both, but they should not be taking care of each other. Like, mm. Rudy should be in assisted living, and Miss Jean should have a nurse that comes in at least twice a week. Mm-hmm. But that's not my problem. It's not my family. I can mention it all I want, but. Well, they probably both should be in assisted living at that point, so they could just stay together. So. Given her age. <laughs> so she's like, can you go feed Rudy? So I'm like, okay, no problem, Miss Jean. I'm going to cook dinner, and I'll take it over. He should be eating by five. Right. 
So, Miss Jean is from the island, so when she cooks, she cooks. She's from Trinidad. Mm-hmm. And she makes curry shrimp and, and rice and peas and all this delicious oh, wow. food. That sounds so good. Like, when you eat at Miss Jean's, you eat. Right. So, I walk over with my fucking barbecue chicken, baked beans, and pasta salad. But that sounds so good, though. Just saying. And I walk in, and Miss Jean, whenever she wants Rudolph's attention, she yells, Rudolph! <laughs> attention and i'm like rudolph <laughs> but he was halfway down the stairs he was so old he's so old that he was crawling down the stairs oh. and though you've seen those houses they're all steps yeah i know in that neighborhood i know so he's on like the landing before the last four steps to get into the kitchen area yeah. and i said rudy i brought you dinner now rudy and miss jean are from the islands they are not of the caucus mountains where we hail the from. Caucus Mountains, is that what? Yes, they, they're they're not of the Caucus Mountains where I where I <laughs> where my clan is from. <laughs> the Caucus Mountains. So, oh god, he really said to me. He said, "What is for dinner?" And I said, "I made barbecue chicken, baked beans, and pasta salad." And this man looked at me on all fours, mind you, because he's still crawling down the stairs. Oh my gosh! And says. Did your white ass really bring my black ass chicken? <laughs> and I remember when she was telling me the story, I was like, mm-hmm. does he not know that you've already been invited to the barbecue? I mean, it's the cookout. Oh, the cookout. That's what I mean. So Either I'm like, one. yes, yes, I brought you chicken, but you don't have to eat the fucking chicken. Like I'll heat up the leftover Chinese that's in the food in the fridge for you, but I brought you a home cooked meal. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. So he's on all fours, and I was like, motherfucker, I'll put this up so high you can't reach it. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. I'm feeding you. I have to feed him tonight. When I get home, I have to, I'm making spaghetti. And I, so Miss Jean calls me, and she tells me that Rudy really enjoys the chicken. And I was like, well, Miss Jean, I was like, he's going to eat a little later because I have to go podcast. I was like, but please tell him that I'm cooking spaghetti, and I'm not fucking Italian either. <laughs> so... <laughs> I was like, this son of a bitch. I know. I thought that was so funny, though. Did you really bring my black ass? Did your white ass really bring my black ass chicken? chicken? What? Oh, my God. What? Yes, Rudolph. Oh, well. Are you done? Yes. Okay, I just want to make sure. Because apparently it is hitting all over the place now about Britney Spears being pregnant. Yes, she's pregnant. Britney Spears is Possibly pregnant. with twins. Well, she didn't, she just said, who knows? Look, I love how she's, she's like, let's talk about this. But I was like, I had to tell her. I had it in my saved, but we'll give it to Danielle because you know how she loves a Britney bitch. Well, because it just popped up literally on E. Again. On E, right now. It's on E, uh, E News. And um, she said she's expecting her first child. She's 40 years old. God bless her. I would not want to. You know, our boss had her had Scarlet when she was 40. And look how bad she turned out. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, she must be, like, really, really, like, early on, I'm assuming. I don't yeah. know. Because she said, I, so I got a pregnancy test, and, uh, well, I'm having a baby. Um, I feel well. like as fit as she is, like, physically fit, that even though she's in her 40s and she probably shouldn't have a child, I think that that baby will be fine. Well, between the two, because that guy's a hot piece of ass. Like he's really, really pretty. Is he? I think I think he's pretty, but he's like. Is, could I see? Huh? 
haven't seen them. Sam Asghari is is stunningly, but he's just oh, too pretty. He is pretty. He's just too pretty, though, for me. I don't know. Like, I, I love he a good does, dad vibe. I was going to say, because he husband. does not have a dad vibe. No, but you he know what? My husband's losing so much brother. weight. He does kind of look like a Jonas brother, but my husband's actually losing a shit ton of weight. He is getting thin. Yes, he did. He actually lost, like, 20-some pounds already, or close to it, because his doctor was like, yeah, you're going to need to lose some weight. Lady so, Evil, you are not leaving. Go over in your corner. Um. So, yeah, so she just said that, that she was prego. But um, I had something that was really interesting that came up on TikTok, believe it or not. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and it, it's one of those really, really interesting... Oh, crap. Oh, my God. Freaking Eugene. Sorry. Let me just turn that down real quick. Because <laughs> I opened up TikTok so I could look at my stuff. Oh, you just showed me belly. a picture of the belly. Oh, my goodness. They're like, of what belly? Of her of her future grandbaby. Well, the baby was cleaned, in there. She could have cleaned the fucking mirror. Of course, they are just building the bathroom, so it's probably dusty. <laughs> Well, I wanted to, so there's this, this woman on here who has got pers- borderline personality disorder. Right. And borderline personality disorder is like no joke. Right. Like no joke whatsoever. Like they talk about like most like serial killers have borderline personality disorder. I'm aware. Um, well, I actually have someone in my family that has it and we I weren't aware of it. I have two people. Do you? Well, and well, I didn't know what that was. One is clearly not diagnosed, and if I said to her, hey, I think you have a borderline personality disorder, she'd tell me I was crazy, but we all know she's crazy. Um, but the other one is Sanaya. Oh, that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, but I didn't know what that was, and it's very close to, like, narcissism and uh-huh. stuff like that, but, um, but I, I didn't know that. But anyway, there's this woman on here, and she's had lots of therapy, but... I'm hoping I can find her because it's fascinating. So she actually, her mother, who is the reason she actually even has borderline to begin right. with. Because most of the time you get borderline personality disorder. Oh, is that the one whose mother tried to set her on fire? No. It's the one whose mother stole her husband and oh, took off with her children. I haven't even seen that one. It is fucking crazy i know there's there's one who whose parents like she was in the witness protecting protection program because her mom's fucking so nuts she tried to light her on fire and then there's actually a group well there's a a woman who's married to a man with like seven personalities and you can watch him change oh well, borderline personality disorder um isn't multiple personality oh no disorder. i'm just saying that there's one with multiple personalities but they do also. have like they do have what they call splitting yeah. Where they have a certain personality around certain people, another personality around other people. Um, I didn't really understand what the significance of that was um, and why that was different. Because you know how, like, sometimes you're around certain people uh-huh. and you just act a certain way and other people, you know what I mean? But this is kind of a very, very different type of thing. But anyway. I definitely don't have that because I am the same around everybody. Yeah. I mean, I understand, like, you know, to a certain extent, like, when you go around certain colleagues, you know, you, you don't tend to have street language or more business-like. Mm. Things like that. And then you'll be around some of your friends that you've been friends with forever. You'll be a little hood. You know, but... So I understand that, but that's not what splitting is. Splitting is very, very different. But anyway, her name is Leandra Zimmerman. And no joke, her mom is butt-nuts crazy, stole her husband from her while she was pregnant. So she ended up having the other one. Like, she started having an affair. With her husband. With the husband. She ended up on bed rest, or she was in the hospital for weeks. Oh, I did see that. I did see that. She, yeah, she was in the hospital for weeks, and while she was there, she was like, can you please help 
at the house. Like, I need somebody to help. And and she was crying to her mother that she thought something was wrong. And her mom yeah, was like, and oh, it was her. Right. And it was her fucking mother. And then, not only that, but then she has this baby. And, you know, she was having, like, some issues. But she was still, like, a good mom. Um, and then they ended up taking those kids from her. And, like, smear campaign, campaign, campaigned her. And all this other crazy shit. And she finally got her children back. Yeah. Every single one of them. They, they are all under her roof now. Yep. Um, but it took years, mm-hmm. and it's like, some of what she talks about is very similar. Wait, is the husband still with his mom? They got married! That's crazy. I mean, that's like, you know... Love when, my mom. That's like when your mom marries your, you know, brother-in-law's brother. Well, and it's crazy because she says, so she was the scapegoat. So a lot of narcissists, like when they have like oh, a yeah. couple kids, they have like a scapegoat and a golden child, that kind of stuff. She was kind of the scapegoat. So she had a brother, and the brother like hates her guts. Well, come to find out, she actually said she ended up having a conversation with her husband and was able to finally say, well, how did my mom talk about me to you? And it was always like, I guess she had had like three husbands and they never worked out and she had all these issues and she blamed her. What? Look what's coming to Netflix. Oh, really? All of them, huh? Mm-hmm. The new Charm. Is that, is that real? Charm the Return. Oh, shit. Um, anyway, you guys really should look it up. It's fascinating. Like, it really is fascinating. She's really interesting, and the way she talks about it is very matter-of-fact. Yeah, I I was just blown away by her. You guys really have to check out her story. I cannot even imagine having my mother try and steal my husband, steal my kids, and she still loves her mother because she's got, like, this trauma bond with her mom. Yep. And I know all about dealing with that fucking bullshit. I and know it's, all about it's fascinating. So if you ever get a chance to check her out, you you guys really should. It's it's interesting. Okay, oh so God. I've got a little lighter of note. Okay. Um, well, I didn't want to forget about that one first because of it was all, so interesting. I just want to tell you all that I have a lot to say about Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, I have a lot yeah. to say about her, but I'm going to hold off until next week for that. You are? I am. But you might want to do it right now when the strike while the iron's hot because people aren't going to like her anymore. First of all... Well, we're not going to care anymore. Okay, well, I'll get to it after this. Because okay. I, I, mm, I need to compose myself for that one. But I have some fake facts that everyone believes are true. That oh, actually, okay. That actually aren't true. Um, the Great Wall of China can be seen from spakes. Cracking your knuckles will give you arthritis. And if you swallow gum, it will stay in your stomach for seven years. So None these of are, that's real? No. So this is... Well, I don't know. I haven't got there yet. Oh! So these are all like... <laughs> Some of the things. Okay. Okay, so this is the first one. Dropping a penny off the Empire State Building can hurt a pedestrian. It says most people have heard if a penny is dropped off the Empire State Building or a different tall building, it will accelerate to such a speed that it could kill someone. Um, In reality, according to Mythbusters, getting hit by a coin drop from a skyscraper might sting, but won't seriously injure anyone. Oh, wow. Yeah, I always heard that too. Right. Twinkies never go bad. I hear, I heard that. I heard that. Contrary to popular belief, Twinkies do go bad. In fact, up until 2012, when hostess filed for bankruptcy, their shelf life was only 26 days. Since returning to shelves in 2013, Twinkies now have a shelf life of 45 days, which Mm. for baked goods is still a long ass time. That is a long ass time. So can the Great Wall of China be seen from space? Although the Great Wall of China is frequently billed as one of as the only man-made object visible from space, it's a myth. According to NASA, the Great Wall of China cannot be seen from the from the final frontier. In fact, no human structure can be seen can be seen from orbit. The only thing that can be seen is city lights at night. 
Wow. So we have so much light pollution that they could see it from space. Okay. Um, you need to wait 24 hours before filing a missing person report. It's common misconception that you need to wait 24 hours before filing a missing person report. In reality, taking action within the first 48 hours is crucial to bringing a missing person home. So the sooner the authorities are contacted and an investigation is started, the easier it will be to find them. Hmm. Well, I still hear it, though, especially when they're, like, yeah. a certain age, they'll still say, well, if they didn't come back I hear it on True hours. Crime all the time. Yeah, I still hear it, too. So for decades, uh, I got this one, we only use 10% of our brain. I heard that, too. For decades, Hollywood movies have been telling us that we only use a small part of our brain in our daily lives, but the notion that we only use 10% of it is an urban legend. The truth, however, is that we use every region of our brain, but not all at the same time almost every day. Oh, okay. So we use our whole brain every day, just not at the same time. Well, I would like to know what part of my brain stops functioning when I'm in the middle of PMS and I can't remember anything. Um, you ever go through that where you're like, um, um, you can't think called, of words? That's called half-timers. Is it? Because yeah. I swear to freaking... It's early onset dementia. I can't stand it. Do you ever do that where you're like trying to think of a word and you can't think of a word and it goes on for a couple days where you just get stuck? No. You never have that ever? No. Oh my God. I might have half timers. Yeah. It takes seven oh years to digest chewing gum. While it's true that not all ingredients in gum are digestible, it is not true that it stays in your stomach for seven years if swallowed. The gum base, which is ingestible and can be... Cannot be absorbed, simply passes straight through your stomach in a matter of hours or days. So basically, you're shitting it out. Oh, that's good. Dogs can't see color. Well, you won't. Uh, no. You're stinking behind. You no. got all kinds of issues with your honey butt. I don't like to poop. Sunday was a cleanse day. <laughs> I don't like to poop. Sunday was a cleanse day. Sunday is when my body was like, bitch. <laughs> now it's time. Get comfortable. Dogs can't see colors. Although dogs cannot see colors the same way as the human do, humans do, it's not true that they can only see in black and white. Behavioral tests suggest they see yellow and blue and lack the ability to see a range of shades of green to red. Oh, okay. That's oh, interesting. Goldfish have a three-second memory span. Contrary to popular belief, goldfish have a relatively good memory, which is so good to know because I talk to my fish all the time. Huh. This just made me so happy. Anyway, I can't believe yours are still still alive. They are. Those things are fucking thriving. Goldfish have a relatively good memory, which can span weeks, months, or even years, according to fish con- cogn- cognition expert Cullen Brown. Cognition. <laughs> who's like? I want to be a fish cognition expert. I mean, who? What the hell? How do you get that job? Goldfish have such impressive memories that they're frequently used as a common model for studying memory and learning in fishes. And why are we learning about memory and fishes? I don't know. Because we want to know. Inquiring minds. Which is good because that's probably why whenever that fucking big fat fish at my house sees me, he swims up to the fucking glass and is like, baby Seymour. Eskimos tribes have several words representing snow. It is not true that Eskimo tribes such as the Inuit have a disappropriated number of words to describe snow in their languages. This myth comes from misconstruction of statement by anthropologist Franz Bose. Nothing that Eskimos had several words for various snow-related concepts, just like English words. So they have different words for, like, uh, like skiing and snowboarding and things like right. that. They have the same word for snow. Okay. Bulls do not particularly hate the color red. In fact, they don't hate any specific color because they are colorblind. What does bother them is the motion of the bullfighter's cloth, which is perceived as a threat. Mm. I knew that. We only have five senses. What? That's not true? 
Originally, only five human senses were recognized. Sight, smell, touch, and taste, and hearing. Nowadays, scientists acknowledge there are more, including balance, pain, temperature, hunger, and thirst. That makes sense. Is it? Well, isn't there another one, too, where they, it's like there's a sense of somebody around you and you're... I don't know. Horny. Horny is definitely a sense. They put that in there, too? No, I did. Oh. Okay. (laughs) It's dangerous to wake up a sleepwalker. I've heard this. Waking, Waking up a sleepwalker will not cause them to have a heart attack or any type of serious trauma. The risks associated with sleepwalking are caused by injury or insomnia, not from being awakened. The only thing that will happen if you wake up a sleepwalker is they may get confused or disoriented at first, just like any sleeping person would be. Hmm. Hmm. Shaving, thick- shaving thickens your hair. I've always been told that. If Me you shave, too. it's going to come back worse. Shaving hair does not change its thickness, color, or rate of growth. The reason why people say shaved hair grows thicker is that it grows back with a blunt tip. During this phase, the hair might feel coarse as if it grows as it grows out, but it's not actually thicker or darker. Oh my god, that's so crazy! How about that? Everyone needs to drink eight glasses of water a day. I am so glad we're busting this fucking myth. It's not true that everyone needs to drink eight glasses of water every single day. Did you hear that? Some people may need water. More water, while others might need less water. The amount of water each person needs varies by weight, clothing, activity level, heat, and humidity. Besides, you can also get water from food. But we don't need eight water glasses. Oh, God, Lainey. My poor dog is like, I don't know She's what she gassy. ate, but she is reeking. She is gassy. Vitamin C does not prevent colds. But it does support a healthy immune system. This means that not getting enough vitamin C will make you more susceptible to colds. So it is helpful. It helps Right, other and that taking vitamin C while you have a cold may prevent complications and reduce the duration of the cold. So it is helpful. So it is fucking helpful. Like, yeah, that kind of was like, I don't know. Cracking that your knuckles silly. can cause bron- oh, bronchitis. <laughs> arthritis. Cracking your knuckles does not cause arthritis or make them larger. At worst, it may cause temporary swelling, which quickly goes away. If you were wondering where the cracking sound come from, it's just gas bubbles forming in the joints. That's, I heard about that, the gas bubbles. I heard about that. Detox diets can cleanse your body of unhealthy unhealthy toxins. There's no scientific evidence that detox diets can actually achieve anything. This is because our bodies are naturally designed to repair, regenerate, and detoxify themselves. Organs like the liver, kidneys, and lungs automatically break down and eliminate toxins as well as internal waste products, so there is no need to cut back on specific food in order to detoxify your body. Rust causes tetanus. What? If I got a fucking tetanus shot because I stepped on a rusty nail and I didn't need one. You don't need a tetanus shot? Injuries caused by rusty objects are not any worse than injuries caused by any other. What? The reason why we associate tetanus with rust is that the old objects left in nature will only collect bacteria such as clostridium. Clostridium tetani, but also rust. Oh, so they're assuming because it was left out, it has this other thing. It doesn't have anything to do with the rust. It's the clostridium tetani. Oh, God. But you can also be exposed to tetanus, causing bacteria in non-rusty situations, such as cleaning animal cages and being bitten by infected animals. Mm. Conditioner does not repair damaged hair. Since hair is not a living tissue with regenerative abilities, products such as conditioner cannot heal or repair split ends. In reality, conditioners and serums smooth the cuticle, which is the outer layer of the hair, to disguise damage to make your locks look repaired. But they're Mm. actually not. Mm -hmm. Despite being associated with Chinese cuisines, fortune cookies were actually invented in Japan in the 19th century. 
The cookies were brought to the United States by Japanese landscaper designer Mikado Hagawara. In the early 1900s, this modern version of the fortune cookie was originally introduced at the Japanese Tea Garden in San Francisco at the Golden Gate Park. Carrots do not improve your eyesight. Oh, wow. Touching a toad will not give you warts. I remember hearing that when I was young. Lightning does strike the same place twice. I did hear that it didn't. It did not. Okay. Bats are not blind. But they don't have very good eyesight, though. But they're not blind. That's why they have that sonar or some shit with their... Clouds are not light. Clouds are not what? Mm -mm. They're not light. No, I thought they were like rain or water Although they may look super lightweight, clouds are actually made of water, which means they're pretty heavy. The average cumulus count, for example, weighs 1.1 million pounds. The reason why clouds can still float, despite their incredible weight, is that the air below them is even heavier than them. Oh, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Humans did not evolve from monkeys. Humans are not descendant of monkeys or any species of primate living today. However, humans and chimpanzees do share a common ape ancestor that lived between 8 and 6 million years. Although, obviously, since then, humans and chimpanzees have evolved differently from the same ancestor. Okay. So, not chimpanzees, but definitely apes. You shouldn't wait 30 minutes after swimming to eat. Or after 30 minutes after eating to swim. This is a myth. Um, so if you touch a baby bird, if you if it falls to the ground and you pick it up. Yeah, you're not supposed to, I heard. The mother will not reject it. That's bullshit. Oh, okay. Right. If you can get it back into the nest, get it back into the nest. Oh, good. Um, you swallow eight spiders a year in your sleep. This is also not true. Oh, thank God. Um, dogs do not sweat through their tongue. I did. I heard that too. Oh my god! I heard about a lot of these. Walt Disney's body isn't chirogenically frozen. <laughs> Einstein did not fail math as a child. SOS means save our souls or save our ship. SOS is Morse code distress sequence, not an acronym. Established in the early 1900s, it became the international Morse code distress signal used with the Maritime radio stations. It does not mean save our ship. Or any other phrase in any language. Mm. Um, tongues have different taste zones for better, sour, bitter, sour, salty, sweet, and umami taste. What the fuck is an umami taste? So basically, your taste buds are just your taste buds. Yeah. Caffeine does not dehydrate you. It is a. It di- does make you pee though. It is a diuretic. Right. But it does not dehydrate you. Mount Everest is not the tallest mountain in the world. Oh. Are you okay? She just busted her head on the... She just walked right into the... She's fine. The Egyptian pyramids were built by slaves, not Egyptians. We knew that. Oh. So it's saying they weren't built by slaves. The remains of workers buried in the graves near the pyramids suggest that they had access to a rich diet of medical and medical care. Archaeologists believe that the workers who built the pyramid were not enslaved people. They were actually paid. Um, ninjas don't wear all black. The plague was not was not spread by rats. It was their poop. It was actually spread by human fleas and body lice. Human fleas? Mm-hmm. But who had fleas back then? The, but there, I could have sworn the bubonic plague was the was the feces by the rats. No, it was the fleas. Human fleas? What the fuck is a human flea? I guess fleas on humans. <laughs> 
I get that part, but I'm like, I've never heard about us having fleas. Did you know salt does not make water boil quicker? No, I always put salt in my water. People always say to salt your water. Right. It does not speed things up. It actually slows it down. All right, how many more of these things? I was I'm just, losing. I'm, I'm losing, done. I'm losing, like, feeling about I'm it. I'm done, because there's a lot of stuff on here. I, there I really like, is. Why is there 800 of them? Why couldn't it just be, like, 12? Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm glad they put together, like, such a list, but I don't know. Next time you get something like that, maybe we need to pick out, like, like Well, maybe I should have read it first. Yeah, maybe. I love how you're, like, mad at your own self. You're like, well, maybe I should have just read it first. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Um, So, Pamela Anderson is doing her own Netflix documentary. You know what? Good for her. So, she didn't want to have anything to do with the show Pam and Tommy. Or Tommy right. and Pam, whichever one of right. Hulu. because that's, like... It was actually really good, and it made her look badass. Yeah, but at the same time, that's a part of her life. Like, she was with Tommy Lee for a long time, but, like... It makes Tommy Lee look like shit. Well, that's because Tommy Lee was like shit. It really did. It made him look like shit. It made her look really good. And, but she didn't want to have anything to do with it. And that's fine. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, we all get to decide. Regardless. She gets to decide. It's her life, and if she didn't want to be a part of it, oh well. You know, it's good on her. She's like, but now she's coming out with her own thing, and, um... This is from Hollywood.com, and it says everything we know about the Pamela Anderson Netflix documentary, and it just says Pamela Anderson is taking control of her own narrative. The model and actress announced on Instagram on March 2nd that she'll be working with Netflix on a documentary about her life. Here's everything we know about it, blah, 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 and they kind of go through and they talk about things, but um, a documentary is basically about her life, so I don't really need to go into it all that hard. Um, But... um, it said Lily James is who played her in the show, the Pam and Tommy show or mm-hmm. Tommy Pam. Um, also reacted to the news on the Oscars red carpet. We can only do our best based on all the information we had. She told reporters. So for her to be able to tell her story is so important. And so I'll be watching along with the rest of you, you know, the world and eager to see what she says and hear what it is all about. So, oh, that made me think of something. Pam, Mall- Pam Anderson, they give her, they paint her in this bimbo persona, but Pam Anderson is super smart. She was pretty damn smart. I she mean, was yeah. smart from the door. She had these she looks. She it. knew how to work them. She knew how to, which way. She knew she could be more than just some blonde bimbo on Baywatch. And she is. Yeah. Like, she is, she might not, it might not have been acting like she wanted it to be. Yeah. But, you know, she's got all her, she's got her hands in a lot of things. She's, she's really, really smart. Yeah. So, I don't, like, big ups to you, Pam Anderson. Um, there is a show now, of course there is, um, it's America's Songwriter or something? Not songwriter, no. like America's Best Songwriter or something, and they're basically trying to get, like, songwriters from every state, uh-huh. and they have to do their own songs, and I was trying to look it up because I ended up, hap- I happened to, like, scroll past, right, and there's somebody from Wilmington, Delaware, and she fucking killed it last night. And she's from Wilmington. Is she... Do we know her name? America's Greatest Songwriter? I'm trying to look it up real quick. Because I was like, wow, that's greatest song. I wanted to see who they were from, from there. American Song Contest. Yeah, because it's got like Kelly Clarkson and Snoop Dogg. And so it's artists from all 50 states. And I was trying to find out... Who that person was, because I wanted to give them a shout out, 
and I guess I'm gonna have to watch it again. She reminded me of um uh Tina Turner. Fantastic. She didn't sound like her necessarily, but her her mannerisms. the way her mannerisms on stage, the way she owned the stage, the way she did it was so so cool. And I, I don't have it right now, so what I'll do is I'll put it on for next time that we can give her a shout out. But she was absolutely fucking amazing, and wow. Good I just gotta her. tell you, I, I, but I've never heard of them, and I'm like, how do I not know this? Nitro, Nitro, Nitra. Nitro, that's probably a stage name. Yeah, well, that's apparently who it is, and here it is. Okay, I got Delaware online. Delaware's Nitro Nitra helped on to American Song Contest by Phil Collins' Weird Dream. Okay. Said it began with a dream, but at first that dream did not include hip-hop magazine, Snoop Dogg, Kelly Clarkson, or a limousine. Instead, Middletown soul rocker, so she's from Middletown, not Wilmington. You know what? Of course, because it's Delaware, they're like Wilmington. 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 She's We're in Middletown. Wilmington, people. Yeah. Middletown soul rocker Nitro Nitro's long ago dream featured a mystical entity who gave her a f- mysterious message she now credits with landing her on NBC's American Song Contest, where she is the contestant representing Delaware. Nitro, who grew up in East Wilmington, well, okay, there we go, may make her first appearance on an episode of an eight-week competition. It's unclear exactly when the char- when the Charter School of Wilmington grad, Charter School of Wilmington, yeah. oh my God, that's where my husband went. Um, ever since Nitro was a kid, she enjoyed carrying a tune. She used to do it. No, he went to Wilmington. He just went to Wilmington. Um, I was so going to say that wasn't there when he was in high school. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. He went to Wilmington. Sorry. Uh, I was just constantly singing and singing. She recalled, it always set my soul free. But eventually that little girl ended up losing the musical key that unlocked her happiness stolen by negative self-thinking, she said. Oh, my husband just left. I wonder where he went. I grew up poor. I'm from the hood, she explained. For 15 to 20 years, I was living in an emotional prison on a cycle of going in and out of rehab institutions and then in jobs and just living a life of despair. In an attempt to find herself, Nitra bounced around from city to city, living in Atlanta, Florida, Las Vegas, and Philadelphia. Um, but in time, she moved on, blah, blah, blah. She was, like, popping pills, things like that. Got herself straight. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, hurry up, but um, I want to know a little bit more about her, but I should have got all this together before, and it just made me think about it. Um, it said, in 2020, while rehearsing for an open mic night, Nitra became frustrated after Jimmy kept trying to show her a new guitar like he was experimenting with. That's a guy he was in a band with. She was like, come on, let's just stay focused. We have to work. We have work to do. I said, no, we're going to take time and let this marinate. So I kept strumming. As Nitro became more annoyed, Jimmy Church said he started singing, I'm on a soul journey, I'm on a train, here I go. Nitro stopped dead in her tracks. I'm just like, wow, this is deep. The song says everything about what I've just experienced in my life, Nitro said, adding she believed this song was a sign from the universe. It took Jimmy Church and Nitro about 30 minutes to knock out this song, Train. And I think that was the song she must have did last night because it was amazing. So I'm not going to keep going through this whole thing. I wanted to give her a shout out because she's from our home state. She's from Delaware. Go Nitra! She was absolutely fucking amazing. You guys have to check her out. Whatever it is, check for the next show, America's Song Contest or something. So okay, now out. now let's get on this whole Jada Pinkett Smith. Thing. Yeah, okay, go ahead because okay. I know you had some shit. First to say. of all, there's a video surfacing where Jada Smith. First of all, she came out and was like, "Oh, I wish Will wouldn't have slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars. You're a lying asshole." You're a lying asshole because you're the one that gave him the look. You knew exactly what you wanted. And now that people are calling you out on your bullshit, you're retracting. It was like, oh, I wish he wouldn't have done that. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. You wanted to do that. Everybody saw your face. Right. Then there was a video that was circulating that she was recording him in the house. 
about the lady that sh- the therapist that she had at the round table with them. Oh, wasn't he saying that I didn't give you permission to film me? He's like, please don't film me. I'm in my house. My social media present is my bread and butter. Now, Will Smith is going through something. He just got this Oscar. He got suspended from the Oscars. They want him to get the Oscar back now. Like, there's a whole thing. Mm. Like, he is going through it. And this bitch is still, like, up in his face with cameras. Like, leave him alone. Let him fucking get his shit together. Yeah, I think Bruce told me about this. So then... I have an article that says that Jada Smith never wanted to marry Will Smith. Well, apparently she said it on tape or something. Well, so apparently they were together and she didn't want to marry Will Smith because she never wanted to be married. Mm. But when they found out she was pregnant with Jaden, which how narcissistic is it that your oldest is named after you instead mm. of the dad and the little one is named after the dad. It's whatever. Mm. So... She said that she never wanted to get married, but somebody's grandma was, like, crying and was like, we need to talk about the wedding because she was pregnant out of wedlock. Mm. So that's why she married Will Smith. But Will Smith said that he always wanted to marry Jada. Right. That he loved her more than anything. He still does. He wants to be with her. He wants to work it out. Right. Then, fucking, what is she saying to this poor child? Willow ends up writing a letter when she was little. To Tupac, who, let me remind you, Tupac was dead long before Willow Smith was even born. Right. Was, Willow was not around when Tupac, they were not in the same universe. Right. So Willow writes, when she's like seven years old, this letter that says, Dear Tupac, I wish, I know that you're out there alive somewhere, if you could just come here and be with my mom, my mom and I could be happy. What? What right. is this? Oh, I watched a whole video where it showed the note. Oh. So there's this note out there, Tupac. So what is she telling this little seven-year-old girl Yeah, that she's so in love with Tupac that she wishes now Jade, now Willow, who is this tiny baby, wishes that Tupac's could come back so that her and her mom could be together. Mm. Him and her mom could be together. You know how I'm always, I don't know how she was involved. I do not know how she was involved, but I swear to God, Jada Smith had something to do with killing Tupac. I don't care. There's something in my heart of hearts that something's going to pop up. But there's a new um, one. As a disclaimer, she's not saying she actually did. She just feels that there's a possibility. That, okay, she, and has, going. that she was a contributing factor at some point because look how she's destroying Will Smith. Yeah, even Bruce was like, and it's funny, like, he doesn't get involved in any of that stuff. Even he was like, she destroyed that man. So there's a, an article where it says that... Fucking Jada, that Tupac didn't want Jada Smith. Is there? Hold on. Tupac. There's an article that says she didn't want him? Want Jada. No, it says that Tupac, Corey Holcomb says Tupac Shakur didn't even want to date Jada, Jada Smith. Oh, wow. It says, Corey Holcomb says Tupac Shakur didn't want Jada Pinkett Smith. In an episode of the Corey Holcomb 5150 show, the comedian suggests that the late rapper was never interested in her. Oh. He was never interested in Jada intimately, and he accuses the actress of ruining, of running with an imaginary story. No shit. It's not a secret that Jada Pinkett Smith had a special relationship with Tupac Shakur. However, 
Comedian Corey Holcomb appeared to beg the differ as he says they were not as close as people may think. In an episode of their, his show, Corey discussed Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith as well as her infamous relationship with the late rapper. He suggested that Tupac was never interested in Jada intimately and that she ran with an imaginary story. Mm-hmm. The whole Tupac thing is going too far, he added. Everyone who said, who saw how Tupac was, why is she acting like Tupac would have been with her? Tupac would have said, look, bitch, you ain't got nothing else to offer me but your funky ass. <gasps> oh my god! So, I feel like we is. need to do some extra TikTok videos about this, this or something. Girl to where her, this little girl's writing letters talking about, I wish you were here so my mom could be happy. No, I know. This is like so she's insane. She's so manipulative. She's nothing but a D-list actor with an A-list actor husband and she's trying to destroy him because she can't be happy. Because she'll never be as, <laughs> she'll never be as successful as Will Smith. And I don't care if she hears it. <laughs> no, I know. No, I, I get you. But I mean, nobody's going to care about us either. I mean, we're we're like on the Z list. So right. like, we don't matter. We have a podcast with tens of listeners. It's right. fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We're it's so fine. down in the, the bane of the existence of all these people. She'll never hear it. So but if fine. y'all have a theory about how Jada may or may not have helped or had a hand in killing Tupac, write me in at uh, Straight From Or the- ruined Will Smith's life. Oh, yeah. And that too. Write us in at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. You can also find us on all your major platforms um, <laughs> where you listen to podcasts. You can find us on TikTok and Facebook at Straight From The Net. We have something that not all podcasts, even though we're Z-list, have. <laughs> With tens of listeners, though. Tens. Well, Danielle, what? where can our tens well, of listeners... on the radio, listen- it's thousands, by the way, just saying. Where can our tens of people listen to us? <laughs> That's right. We have a, a radio show in, in New York. <laughs> you can find us every single Friday at 10 a.m. on the WMLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio. And if you miss us there, that's okay. They'll replay us again on Saturday at 7, confirmed. And if you miss it there, that's okay, too, because I'm going to upload our podcast to our mother platform at SoundCloud. It's going to shoot out to all the other places, and you can find it anywhere. And you could always do what? Alexa, play straight from the net. And it'll play our podcast it for us. It sure will. That's kind of neat. I don't have Alexa. One day, maybe you I will. You can do it for Google, too. Uh, can you? Oh, my God. Well, I don't have any of those fun little things. Just but be it, like, okay, Google, play straight from the net. Wow, okay. Well, I mean, in the meantime, me- meantime, I'll have to try it out. But um, you guys have a good week. We'll see you next time. And bye. Okay.